Hello, my name is Mercury and welcome to this brand episode of Media FA. Today, I'm alone today. I'll be discussing something I talked about uh, quite a while ago. I haven't talked. I haven't talked about. I, I mentioned, I think in our Latin in the last um, episode talking about kaiju, not not the not the trailer three, but uh, but but the, our episode, my episode on the trailers for Monarch Legacy Monsters and Godzilla minus one. Uh, or maybe even before that, I don't, I don't remember when those episodes came out. Probably, probably, probably before, before then. Um, Gamera Rebirth. So yeah, this is Gamera's triumphant return to media in general. Gamera hasn't been in a movie, uh, or any production since 2006, before this came out. So yeah, um, it's been it's been quite a while since since he is since he has a uh, graced us with his with his appearance, but he's back. Gamera's back, and it seems like he's here to stay. So we're gonna begin talking about the the, the anime released quite a while ago, three months ago, on Netflix. So this is the last of September. Um, and we're gonna talk about it here. I don't know how long it's supposed to be, but Gamma Rebirth. Gamera's back. This is my first real exposure to Gamera in like seeing him in a sh- in a in a show or in anything really. I don't have any experience with the Gamera franchise other than some videos by that review his movies. So I have I have zero exposure to Gamera it's so yeah um I have covered um anime with Kaiju in the past like Pacific in the Black that's actually it <laughs> so yeah we've been covering Kaiju anime here quite a while and Gamera's here to to facilitate it so but what are my opinions on Gamma Rebirth? What's my, what are my opinions on my first time seeing anything Gamma related? Well, again, I have my notes here, so I'm going to go into every single point I want to get to. Before we go on ahead and continue onward. So, um, the first point I want to get to is the animation. Now, the animation in most kaiju anime i gotta say isn't the best because the rigging the black i pretty i'm pretty sure i said that the animation in that series is clunky and it reminds me of the animation in godzilla in the godzilla anime trilogy where it's very stiff and also in the ultraman anime which i will also be reviewing sometime in the future. I have not finished the first, the third season. I don't know. I started the third season, but uh, that came out this year in May, and I completely forgot. I, I didn't know it was coming out. I completely forgot about it. And I'll be rewatching the entire thing and posting all of my thoughts on there. Now the series is fully done. But yeah, um, so it's very clunky, and I feel like this is the worst animation I've seen in a kaiju anime. 
which is sad to say and it's probably and the reason why it's probably this way is because Gamera isn't very isn't a very big franchise so it uh so they didn't want to uh, they didn't want to sort of put a lot of money into it it was made by studio NG ENGI which I don't know what they've made here we go well I'm, I'm, I'm on their Wikipedia page they made Uzaki Chan wants to hang out but that's that's 2d not 3d so I, I don't know they mostly made 2d it looks like they have only they've mostly made 2d so this is kind of, I think this is their first foray into 3d and yeah I mean it doesn't look it, it, it looks it looks terrible I don't want to say terrible but it's certainly not good uh, the it's specifically the human characters the human characters don't look the best in the show they move clunk they, they, they move clunky the animations are clunky it's just not very good <laughs> it that that's the best way I can put it it's the animation in here isn't good at all which is sad which is sad to say because I would I would uh you know I would love to have like a better animation but thing is something uh, that's I gotta say about the animation is that the monsters are actually well animated. They don't have the problem with the humans. And I'm guessing that's because maybe they're easier to animate. I, I don't know if they're if they're easier to animate. If, if they're here. Uh, uh, than humans. They probably are. But... Yeah, um... <clears throat> Sorry. Um... So the, the, the monsters look good in the animation with the monsters and the, and the monster... I guess the kaiju, they call them kaiju in this. The kaiju animation is pretty good! And... It's sort of... I don't know. Um, sort of, it's sort of weird to see this like, um, how would you call it, like comparison, where the human stuff looks, eh, it doesn't look, it doesn't look good. It it, it looks like ass. Let me put that. It just it looks bad, and the monster side is pretty well animated, and everything has. Like, if you're looking at, if you just look at the monsters, you think it was well animated, but the humans aren't well animated at all it's it's honestly its biggest glaring problem and i can see a lot of people being turned off by the show going into this and seeing the animation not being very well produced the kaiju action is it's just great but everything else after that just isn't good it's uh it's pretty pretty sad to see that but 
I mean, it's uh, it, it's yeah, it's, it's weird, but but what can I say? It they didn't do it well, and it's probably because they had a, a limited budget that they had to work with, and they and it didn't it didn't um. It, they they it, it didn't really suffice to make good animation. They they probably put all their budget into the monster action, which is what the the whole series kind of hinges itself upon the, the monster action because it was the, the main the main crutch of the whole thing of, of the of the marketing is that you were going we were gonna see Gamera fighting five other kaiju, which are I have them down in order. Gauss, Jiger, Sigra, Giron, and Beerus. So they're 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 here. They're from the original series. But yeah, um, the original the original like show was camera series. But yeah, I mean, it, the animation looks yeah, the animation does look bad. But what 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 can I really? What can I really say? Um, at least the Kaiju action looks good, and when it, and when the Kaiju action is really good, it's really good. They don't. The the thing here is it's not that much of a problem. Um, moving on to the characters. Now that I've talked about the the animation for quite a bit, the, the animation is just kind of bad. But yeah, moving on to the characters, which is what actually kind this. I don't know if it carries the show, but it has its its uh, its things and. So the the character, the first character on the one is the protagonist of the show, Boko, or however he's called in, in a, in the show. Well, it's Boko. Um, Boko is the the main the main character. He has this connection to Gamera. He has this connection to like every, to everything really. He's a he's one of these kids. And he's pretty important. Um, he's moving to another school, and he has a, a group of friends which he's gonna have to leave and whatever. And honestly, and this, and he's like wrapped in up, up in this, and he and he's wrapped up in all of the gamma stuff, and it's revealed that he's actually like super important. Um, and he carries his coat. Honestly, Boko serves his purpose. Um, he's not like a he's not a horrible character. He's, he, okay, he's not even like he's not a bad character. He serves his purpose, but I don't think I don't think Boko's the highlight of the show. There's a lot of moments that do surround him, and he does, I guess, influence a lot of characters. But he's but I don't know. He's not the the main character. I think I I, I think um is I don't think he's one of the better main characters. I, I think. I, I really do think um, he's fine. Like I, he's fine. I, I I think Boko's kind of fine as a character. He serves his purpose as being the, the protagonist and sort of always believing in Gamera, kind of like in the show series. Like there's always this character that believes in Gamera and whatever. But he otherwise he's not super um, unique. He serves his purpose as the. The character who believes in Gamera, 
and would do anything to help Gamera because he 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 loves Gamera and Gamera has a connection with him and whatever. But he he's important and does serve his purpose in the plot pretty well. So honestly, aside from that, he not much to say about him. I don't think so. A lot of the moments that really do involve him, I think, mostly, um, come from like him being the certain point of other people. So yeah. Next up is Joe, which I actually think is one of the better characters in the in the whole show. So Joe is very overprotective of Boko, and when he when they get bullied in the first uh, in the first episode, he, he Joe steps up. Also, these kids are fucking are like twelve years old. <laughs> it's insane. And obviously, and they also curse a lot, so it's it's pretty weird seeing that being a thing. But Joe, I think, is one of the better characters, and I feel like he he has this he has the character right. He doesn't believe in the in the foundation. Uh, there's this foundation called the Eustace Foundation, which, but I mean, but it turns out to be fucking evil. Um, but he doesn't believe in them at all, and his suspicions turn out to be correct because they turn out to be evil. Yeah. So, he's right, and he he wants to protect Poco, and he and he does. His character comes out, it comes in, and uh, his character, I guess, his character rounds up when he sacrifices himself, so they have it, so so he can sit, so Poco can be saved and whatever. So honestly, he's one of the better characters here. He's very combative, but he's he's not stupid. I think. I don't think he's stupid. He's, he's combative, but he's smart, and it's something that I think makes him a, a, a great character. Is the relationship with Joe, uh, of Boko, sorry. Joe and Boko's relationship is very integral to the plot. Uh, to these characters, and the plot, technically. And that's honestly something that really, really shines through here. And that's what make, I think that's what makes Joe one of the better characters in the whole show. On just just the entirety of what he what he does here. Um, and next up is uh, Junichi. Uh, Junichi, she's uh, she doesn't do much in this series. That's, that's the thing. She doesn't do much. Um, she's there. She's the I I, I don't know. She she she's she. I I I guess she does bring up the whole like. Weird, um, like alien stuff to the whole to the whole fray, and she just like make it uh, make it seem so, not make it seem like, um, she brings out this uh, whole like occult thing and whatever, and she finds out that these monsters have a certain reason why they're 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 showing up here. It's the whole like occult thing, and that's honestly, I, I feel like it's something that could have been explored more, but I don't think it was given enough time. I think I think her character could have been interesting if she if she was given more time to sort of explore the god, god damn it these dogs. Um, if, if she was given more time to explore the the occult side of the whole series, also god damn it. Why do dogs bark so loud? It's it's 
it's incredible. I I would love to have the vocal cords of a dog. Maybe maybe I, maybe I could speak straight. You know, maybe I could have a sentence that doesn't end in me either going silent for like a microsecond, thinking about what I want to say next, or slurring over my words and just like producing incomprehensible things. Or just repeating words that don't make any sense for me to repeat. Like I'm stuttering half of the fucking time. So like you just did it right there. I would have to have the records of that thing. That can consistently do the same sound over and over again. And not and not slip up at any time. I'd love to have the records of a goddamn dog. And I could probably scream louder too. Maybe the people would hear me. I don't know. Sorry for doing that tangent over there. But dogs. I hate dogs. Not that I hate dogs. But, uh, I hate when they do this. This has happened quite a lot of time. We had a uh, Junichi. Um, Junichi is fine. She doesn't. I guess like, she doesn't do much aside from the whole thing. She just get. She just like a, a friendship with Emiko, which completely blows over in the end. It's honestly. I'm gonna get Emiko later, but Emiko is the worst character in the show, and that's a good thing. But yeah, Junichi, she's like, Amiko's like, I think, the best character because she's so hateable. But yeah, we're gonna get to, we're gonna get Amiko later. So yeah, that's Junichi, she doesn't do much in the series. At, at least from what I remember, I finished the series quite a while ago. So I don't remember a lot. But from what I remember, Junichi didn't do much. Next up is Brody, rounding out the, the teenagers, or well, get the preteens. Brody. Now Brody comes into the whole plot because he's the son of like a general in the American army. And I don't know I don't know how to feel about Brody. Brody's I, I don't know. He's the he's the weakest out of all of them because he's not given much um plot relevance. Aside from when they were they're fighting uh Jigra. Or Jiger or whatever. It's this it's Jiger, it's Jiger. When they're fighting Jiger. I missed up Seagrid and Jiger. It's Jiger. When they're fighting Jiger, he gives the the plan to instead of talking up, uh, instead of fighting Gamera, they fight Jiger and like the, the army aims at Jiger instead. But aside from that, he doesn't do much in the whole show. He's instead kind of much more antagonistic towards the whole thing, the whole cast. And and honestly, Brody, I think he's my least favorite of the whole like kid cast. Also, he's supposed to be twelve. Which is insane to think about because he, he's built like a brick house. I never, I've never seen a twelve-year-old that's built like, that's built like fucking uh, the Rock, you know. He's built like that, and honestly, I don't know. Just, I think Brody is the weakest out of all of the, the the the, the kids, and he doesn't really do much. All, all the kids don't do much. I think, I think they're mo they're mostly just, I guess pieces to the whole thing and Brody is just there to be the military kid I guess and Brody is this weird like he gets a he, he gets a crush on Junichi when she when he finds out she's a girl and it goes nowhere which I, I guess I'm gonna get to like later when I talk about uh, potential for a second season because it's not been renewed for a second season anime doesn't get removed for a second season until fucking like years later um So, God damn it! These dogs don't show up. Do you guys know that dogs t 
can bark for up to like whenever the whenever the hell they want to stop. It's insane to think about. Like dogs just don't don't get tired of barking because it's one of the it's one of their communication devices. I hate it. <laughs> That's the one thing I hate about dogs. I hate that they don't get tired of barking. But anyways, uh, Brody running him out. He's not very he's not very good uh, character. I think he's the worst character here. Next up is Tazaki. Now Tazaki, I think I enjoyed this guy a lot. Um, Tazaki, he sort of played up. I feel like I don't know if this is me being dumb brain, but he sort of played up to be the. I guess you call him. He's 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 played up to be the antagonist, to be like this cold-hearted, like not cold-hearted, but like he doesn't really care about about anything, and he. And uh, he, he's just kind of played up to be just like unlikable guy, but he's not to be like the most helpful like adult ever in the whole Gamera series apparently because in, I think in the Gamera series most adults don't do anything; they're mostly useless because Gamera's the protector of children and whatever. So yeah, I mean, I think Tazaki has a lot of things right with this whole thing. Uh, he. He helps out our our, our, our cast of uh, of heroes of, of kids, so uh, do the whole, like he puts everything into motion so they could win. So honestly, I think he's one of the better human characters uh, here. I like I think I like him more than the kids. Not I don't think not, uh, as much as Joe, but Tazaki is up there with one of the with one of the better characters of the of the show. Um. So yeah, there's that. It's honestly, you think I think he's just one of the best ones. He, the whole thing where he's not really evil, he's an ass, is great. I love characters that aren't evil; they're just absolute assholes. But they don't really know what to, where to do, when to do the right thing, and the whole thing about him being like, him, him like getting outside the kids and having, having to pretend he's he's part of the whole plan is, I I think I think it's great. It shows like his character smart. And calculating all that, he knows how to fool people. I, th I think I think you do a lot of this character, and the fact that I, th I think at the end of the show, if I'm not mistaken, um, Tosaki becomes like pretty much Steve Jobs and is using Aurelium as a uh, to create iPhones. He becomes Steve Jobs and just become becomes the iPhone. Try to make the iPhone with Aurelium. But yeah, um, I actually missed that the first time. I didn't know that. I I, I, I I didn't know what that meant. But I, I didn't miss that the first time. So yeah, I, I think it's a lot of potential of this character. He seems pretty smart. He seems to know. He's pretty calculating. I think I think he's one of the better characters in, in the show. And next up is the main villain uh, of the show that I feel like. I feel like that what they did with her was well done, but it was too short, too short lived. Uh, Emiko, Emiko um, is absolutely hateable. I hate <laughs> Emiko's hateable as hell. Um, she spends most of the the show, the first four episodes. Um. 
kind of being like this uh, she's really nice to the kids and all this and then fifth episode comes in and she is pure evil and she has this whole plot about like her aunt is part of like the super like they're, they're part of like descendant from aliens or whatever and her aunt is like part of the whole like thing her aunt is part of like this organization that that will save the world will like save themselves before everyone else and she's trying to take her out but yeah um it's it, it's it's fine um but like one episode when, when, when before this she's really really nice and then boom episode 5 comes in she reveals she reveals about like Vera's and whatever she was i think she reveals Vera's in in this and then and then yeah and then they realize that after Guiron attacks the base that they're in um she has to go she has to start the plan immediately and that's when she becomes evil in episode 5 and she's evil in the entire episode fight, and she's absolutely hateable. She doesn't care about anybody. She, they, I, like I said earlier, Junichi and Emiko kind of get into a friendship, and and it, it's broken immediately and whatever. It's 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 uh, it's awful. She's awful, and I absolutely love that about her. She, she's awful. There are certain scenes, it's a scene in episode 5, episode 3, sorry, where she's like given fan service because she's the only character you can actually give fan service to, and it's kind of weird when you're, um, when you're making this character trying to be likable. I guess you could, I guess you could see that happen. Like, she's likable because she's kind of manipulating the kids to, I don't know being on her side more because she's conscious that she's maybe, I don't know, attractive. Um, but yeah, and they're all a bunch of 12-year-olds with hormones spiking through the roof and whatever. I don't know. It's, it's maybe. But I saw some people in like a forum post talking about like she's in a bikini for, for no reason but in, but in like, in like, the, I think one movie there's, there's this alien that's an evil, that's like an evil woman. And she's all an evil alien woman, and she's also in a bikini, so that might that might be like going into that direction, like she, like a thing for like hardcore fans to like, oh maybe that, that that's it. I don't know, but I, I don't think so. I think it's just fan service, a pure sense of fan service. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I feel I feel like she's a great villain, but I think she should have had more time. These episodes are pretty long. Um, each episode is about 40 minutes long, which means that the whole show is around four hours. Yeah, 240 minutes. That is four hours long. It's around, it's a little bit over four hours long. And honestly, like, I feel like she's in the, she's evil for the entirety of the fifth episode. She's awful in this episode. And then she's immediately killed in the sixth episode. With, by, by new gals. So I feel like she's she was great for that 
for that episode as like the starting point. But I feel like she should have been built on more. And yeah, just she's, I think she should have built out more and maybe she should have been a better villain. So yeah. Uh, now I'm talking about the monsters in this series. And there are quite a bit. There's only six here. And we're counting um, Gauss. There's technically seven. We're counting S Gauss. Or Super Gauss. It's technically seven. But yeah, first up is Gamera. I feel like Gamera is. I feel like what they do with Gamera is kind of weird. Um, he in the first few episodes he shows up at the very end, and that's when he sort of attacks. He doesn't doesn't just attack, but he he comes in and he beats everybody up, and it, it's very it's very repetitive the first three episodes. I think like when Guron shows up. Um. He's um he's a lot I think he's a lot better. Like uh, he shows up more and but I, but Gamera's I think really good in this. He we, we get a lot of his abilities and I feel like his origin is very well made. Um he is he was the original kaiju that was sent to or to to annihilate everything and now he's good for some reason. Oh yeah, he's good because of because uh, because of other things because of other aliens that wanted me to be good. God damn, these dogs don't show up. Okay, but but uh, yeah, Gamera. I think a Gamera coming up here. I feel like he doesn't do much. In the, he always beats the Kaiju at the end or whatever. He comes in pretty late in, and surprisingly enough, he dies in this in this. And you know, to sacrifice himself, he doesn't hurt anybody else. He dies. And a new Gamera is 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 laid here. It's laid in, as an egg, and it's a Gamera. It's not a Gamera. Gamera's gonna come back and whatever. So yeah, I feel like what they do with Gamera here is I is pretty good. But aside from that, eh, I guess it's not it's not it's nothing special. It's nothing special. But yeah, um, I'm actually gonna need this computer for that. Oh, damn it. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's all. Uh, that's all I gotta say. About, I think that's all I gotta say about Gamera. Gotta get into the other monsters. It's not I mean, it's super long. Yeah, the the other monsters. Um, we got Gamera's good. Gauss, um, is the first monster. And he's pretty weak at the start. He's the first monster. It shows up there are a bunch of Gauss, and he's handled well, I think. And him coming back for the finale was something that I, I kind of... It's kind of lazy, but I feel like Super Gauss or S Gauss sign is pretty, pretty cool. I like the, like, the membrane as around the ears. It looks, it looks alien. It looks, it looks vile. It looks... Yeah, it, it looks, it looks awful. And awful in a good way. Yeah, it looks like it's in pain. But yeah, um... It's... It's, 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 honestly, like, I think Gauss is really well done in this, and he is, like, Gauss is the main villain of Gamera. He, he's Gamera's arch nemesis, and him being brought, him being brought back here, um, is, is pretty cool. But it's, 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 it's sort of redundant because, I mean, Gauss has been in every single incarnation of, of Gamera, and it's always been sort of the main villain. So, yeah. Yeah, next up is Jiger. This is our first time seeing Jiger 
since his movie appearance in Gamma the Super Monster, which was reused footage. So yeah, um, it's been quite a while since we've seen this character, this, this monster, and I feel like he's the worst of the bunch because he doesn't really, there's nothing really about him that, um, that really, you know, um, does anything aside from kind of giving Brody his, his his character characterization. Um, Jiger really what we what he sets up is the uh, is the cat is, is like the cat cannibalist aspect of the kaiju where, where the more kaiju they eat the the stronger other kaiju grow like the stronger kaiju grow and that's sort of so that's part part of Jiger's whole storyline there's a bunch of Jigers and then they all get eaten by one Jiger and the super Jiger becomes the uh, the the one that attacks the the, the, uh, the characters. But I think he's one of the worst, but he doesn't really do much. And he's just kind of like a big monster. But yeah, uh, next up is Sigura, which I think is one of the better ones. Because Sigura does allow for a lot of unique combat. And yeah, I mean, Sigura allows for a bunch of unique combat in, in the water. I think he looks cool. I, I like the design they had given him with like, the whole manta ray. I think it would have been a bit stupid to have him be like what he looks like in the Showa series. So him ha him being sort of this monster, uh, this Mansory monster, I think was a better. It was something that was kind of needed uh, for for him to have an updated design. And even when he's on land, he he moves around like he doesn't move like a man in a suit. He looks um, but he looks well and. Yeah, I, I feel like Sigra is one of the better ones here, unless, alongside Gamera. But, but yeah, it's... Aside from that, I don't know. See, Sigra... Sigra's pretty cool, and I, and, I like, and I like his fights and all that. I like how to beat him. It, take, it takes a while to beat Sigra, and so it's like a it's like a really big threat. So yeah, I, I like Sigra for that. Next up is Guiron. Um, Guiron, I think, is also one of the weaker ones. They... What Guiron does is just kind of become a, a whole. I don't know. He he's there for some time. I like I like what he design. He like stretches and he jumps around. And all that. I think that's pretty cool. But aside from that, he doesn't really do much. And there's nothing aside from kind of for like speeding up the plot. He doesn't really do much. He does give Gamera a good old beating. And I kind of I don't know. I think Guiron. It's kind of forgettable, kind of like Jagger. It's pretty forgettable, and I don't, I don't know if he's the best, the best kaiju to to friend of fight. I think it bring him brought him back just to have five kaiju. So yeah, next up is Viras. Now Viras, it's kind of disappointing. He's 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 sort of brought up to be the big bad of the of, of the show, and he is killed immediately by camera. So yeah, I mean he does kill a bunch of people. He, the most the most things he does is like kill a bunch of people in the, in the base, but then he flies up to chase a rocket, and then he is immediately cut down by Gamera. Gamera goes up, flies in a uh, flies in it, and he spins around and he cuts Virus in half, and Virus's corpse lands back in the in the Foundation's headquarters or whatever they are. So yeah, he's pretty disappointing, but aside from that, eh, I think I think Virus should could have been a, a bit a bit cooler. So yeah, moving on to the plot of the show. Now the plot. Um, it's pretty simple. It's again, it was kind of a Monster of the Week thing about the Monster of the Week because it released all at once on Netflix. 
But I feel like with that um, thing, it actually does something pretty cool where it was, it's supposed to be Monster of a Week, but it follows a pretty linear storyline. And that's something that's very commendable and something I, I actually got to see because I, I, I was making a Monster Hunter series, uh, Monster Hunter like um, written series, which is what I called it, but now they're called like books. I know, like, I'm gonna post on fanfiction.net and all that, and, and AO3, and people are not gonna be, I don't think people are gonna be happy, they're called books, but whatever. It's just a serious name. Absolutely, they're all just still fanfiction, or fiction, or, I call them stories. So yeah, like a fan, like a Monster Hunter stories, that's another thing. Monster Hunter, like, fanfiction. And I was writing it, so each, each chapter would focus on a different monster, but also furthering a plot. And I was like, I was getting kind of weird out because some, sometimes they don't further they, they don't further the plot enough or whatever. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know where I left off. I'm not gonna listen to 36 minutes. I had to cut it there a little bit. Um, but yeah, the plot. It's it's a monster of the week. Um, and it's something I gotta I gotta like see because, um, I gotta study. And you know, I was making that and that was like it was monster of the week and I was getting pretty confused because I don't know I didn't know how to. Make a 17 chapter story into a linear one with Monster of the Week, but I, I have to figure it out. They did it here. They they, they might. I, I might pull off. The thing is about here is that it's six episodes, which I feel is actually a detriment to this whole series. Um, a lot of the things I talked about, like, I talked about the characters, I feel like could have been explored more if I had more episodes. And I feel like they could have worked with more monsters and all that. I feel like we could have had more more time to sort to sort of do that. Maybe one even one more episode. It sits Kaiju and he fights Barugon, which is one of the forgotten ones. He's he's Gamera's first actual antagonist. He's Gamera's first fight, and he's not here at all. He's not in the he's not in the show a lot. He's not in the show anywhere. He just we don't have a a, a show a a Reiwa counterpart. To Barugon, yeah. So maybe. So I think if there was more episodes, even just one, I feel like we could have had much more time to really flesh out um, Amico as a villain, and have Barugon maybe show up and become like a th- and become and we'd have all the show kaiju here. But we don't, and that's, I don't know. I feel like we should have, even one more episode, I think, could have made up for the lost time of not having much time to use all the care, to you to really further the plot in a certain way. That would, I think, would have made it more satisfactory. Um, and it's also this weird thing, um, where, like, but, like, Joe is, like, believed to be dead, and he, at the end of episode six, is really that he's actually alive. So I feel like that kind of takes away from the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I think that takes away from from Joe's sacrifice. It reminded me of like uh, for, this is pretty weird um, comparison, but Cap Cretaceous when uh, Ben is he falls from the from the monorail, and and then at the end of. Uh, at the end, we see him actually being alive. I thought they killed the kid, but I thought they were going, "Oh my God, they actually killed the kid," but they didn't. And here, it's the same thing. They, they, we thought they killed the kid, and they didn't. The thing, thing is, when I was 
from here, but I thought it would be permanent because this is a mature rated series. Like, and but it wasn't. It wasn't there. It wasn't part of it. And honestly, that's kind of. That's kind of. Eh. That's kind of. Um. I gotta say, disappointing. They didn't really go full on. I, I know it's like. Wait, are you telling me to kill a kid? I'm telling these guys to like full on kill kids. Like, I mean, maybe I guess I don't know. But I feel like you could have gone a lot more. And maybe though, I think the plot was not rushed. It didn't feel rushed, but I feel like it could have had more time to develop. And that's kind of where it suffered here. It didn't have enough time to develop, and it felt it felt flat. It, it felt kind of flat, but it, it's fine. It was it's fine. It, the, the whole series is pretty good. I do recommend it. Um. So yeah, that's kind of my whole thing on the series. Um, I'm not done, but yeah, it's pretty good. If you can stomach the the animation, it's pretty good. But I don't know if you can. I'll be real with you. Stomaching this animation is gonna be hard. I mean, I couldn't do it. I had to take a break from watching this series. Not like anywhere, but you know, I finished it quite quite, quite a bit. But yeah, just just putting it out there. So yeah, my fifth point. What is the future for Gamma? Uh, there's a lot of things here that really do lead to season two, like uh, Tazaki making the Aurelium phones or O phones, or they're gonna be called, and Joe being alive. Maybe we see more Kaiju. Maybe we actually see Barugon, not Baragon. That's from Godzilla. Barugon. Maybe we see Barugon in in like season two, and maybe we see other characters like Iris or, or Zetus or, or or Legion in season two. Or maybe even a new kaiju uh, made for for Gamera. Or maybe it's only gonna be a first, maybe it's only gonna be a a, a, a a one season show, or just all we got is the whole series. And that's all. And you know, maybe we're gonna get a, a, a theatrical movie. Maybe in the sense of a, a Japanese exclusive movie, or maybe even Mon Mon MonsterVerse, an American movie, MonsterVerse. A lot of people want Gamera to be in the MonsterVerse, and I feel like it's possible. <laughs> it, because I mean, okay, I know a lot of people don't want like uh, more like a lot of MonsterVerse to be a super crossover, but it already is. It's already Kong and Godzilla mixed together. Um, that's already what it is. It's already a crossover. It's, it's Godzilla world and Kong world mixed together. Gamera and aliens exist because King, King Ghidorah is an alien. So Gamera coming from somewhere in deep, deep in space, it's not that far-fetched of a possibility. So I feel like Gamera could come in the MonsterVerse. He could also be in his own movie or a season two. Honestly, I would watch both and because not only being a movie, I have to cover it here. But yeah, I'm just excited to see. And I'm probably going to watch all those old Gamera movies. They're probably not as good as Godzilla, but they're probably... Fun to see and fun to watch. I know they were kind of made fun of in Mystery Theater, Mystery Science Theater 2000. Uh, so yeah, probably fun to make fun of and whatever. But yeah. Um. Otherwise, Grammar Rebirth is really the best kaiju anime you can find on anywhere. It was made by the same person that made the Polygon trilogy, and I think I've expressed why I hate the Polygon trilogy from Godzilla a lot. And, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt. He made a good camera show. He made a good kaiju show. The first good kaiju anime I've ever seen in my life. The first good one. Maybe not the first good show. 
Godzilla 1999 exists. <laughs> He's putting it out there. But, but yeah. And, uh, that's... About it. What are you guys' thoughts on Gamma Rebirth? Leave it in the comments below. Uh, my... So follow us on Twitter at media underscore buffet and at D8 Entertainment with the E at the end on YouTube at D8 Entertainment and follow the Media Buffet bonus YouTube channel at Media Buffet YT and me, and me I am Mer at Mercury Siege at Mercury S Cheese on Twitter at Mercury SC on YouTube and Mercury C Cheese on Twitch. So that's about it. See ya.